That's a really flat line. Okay, it's working. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hello. Yes, mine's working. <laughs> Belgium is looking strong in the elimination bracket. <laughs> Football? Yeah. I don't know. They still have one more game to play. They are tied at the top of their group with England, but I think they have yet to play each other, so that'll decide who goes which direction. I really thought that that was a mic check sentence you said about Belgium and not an actual sentence, like the human torch was denied a bank loan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want I like. I thought for a second I was hearing um, echo. From right. who? Me? From who? I don't know. Was it me? No. Do you want me to do a mic check? <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah. The human torch was denied a bank loan? <laughs> yeah, the human true? torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank loan. The Human Torch <laughs> was denied a bank loan. <laughs> Sibilance, one, two. <laughs> All right, I think we're good. I was mistaken. Well, I'd like to know if there, if you hear an echo before, you know, yeah. we get too far, so. You're going to clip that in, aren't the... you? Damn it. What? No, probably not. <laughs> okay. Talking about sound quality is never amusing when you're <laughs> listening to a podcast. No, just four people going, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> 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 is that a normal thing for people to say? <laughs> That's from Anchorman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, I think it's in the in the deleted scenes, but oh. he's doing the mic check and he's saying that, and I'm like, <laughs> that is so fucking random. I love it. <laughs> if you type into Google the Human Torch space, it fills in was denied a bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either that or Google is listening to me and knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's some things that uh, again when I put mm. when I put this list together, it always makes me angry, and then we talk about it, and I feel better. So I will try to not dwell on the anger before we get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soaring Eagles of Freedom podcast, <laughs> also known as the Profane Argument podcast, uh, for Tuesday, January 26, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Woo, Ian's back. Yay! And I, I would like to say that it's June and not January. Did he say did, January? Yes. Did I say January? <laughs> you did. June. <laughs> staying in, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a, that, wow. Okay. I mean, That'll be amusing when I go back and listen to it later. <laughs> if you want to join in on our conversation, please go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profane arg. You can post whatever you'd like there and uh, we'll take a look at it. Uh, we've got people posting on the page recently, so we've included a couple of things to talk about in the show. This week, we want to talk about the <laughs> Ivanka giving $50,000 in aid to the immigrant kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I guess we'll talk about civil discourse, because apparently everybody else is. (laughs) Um, But first, a couple things to follow up on. The In God We Trust in Virginia, if you remember, they passed a law to require schools to put up a plaque saying In God We Trust in all school buildings. Now, the Lee County School Board has voted unanimously in favor of putting In God We Trust with American flag on a decal on all of their buses. (laughs) Their reasoning? Well, it's required that we put it in school. It just makes sense that we put it on the buses as well. And this is why the term slippery slope was invented. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. This is why 
the blitz is so effective mm. because there are so many other things that are like priority one that's going down. Like this is on my, that's fine. Go nuts list. <laughs> Just paint them red, white, and blue. Just have like, make all the drivers cosplay as Jesus. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. There is. I would so want to ride on that bus if that's what it was like. <laughs> Why not put Donald Trump's face all over the fucking thing? Well, yeah. Uh, oh, a mandatory great leader picture in every classroom and every bus. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they have to pledge allegiance to, to him. Yeah. You have to salute to it every time you pass it. <laughs> and if you don't, you get detention. I'm uh, hoping that somebody will pick up this idea and tell him, and he'll go, yeah, that's totally what we need to do. And, just, and then there'll be a law that'll be, you know, there'll be a, it'll be a crime if you do anything to the picture of Donald Trump. Because the moment those pictures go up, they're going to start drawing mustaches <laughs> and devil horns or whatnot. Sure. So that'll be against the law then. Right. And then we'll we'll get to the point where it'll be like in Iran that if you, you know, spill coffee on your newspaper and that newspaper had a picture of the great leader, you're going to jail. Yeah. And Coming. it absolutely should be the picture of him in the Superman suit with the beard. Which Superman I'm assuming since you're all beard? quiet, none of you have seen no. this? No. I don't think so, I no. see this all over Facebook. All right, uh, keep talking. I'm uh, going to find this picture yeah, and post it's it. Been, it's been a couple months since I've been on the Facebook, so I've missed it. But Congratulations. Absolutely. I, yeah. Hmm. Why not? You should definitely lock them up that way when uh, after they've been in, in prison for long enough, you can return them to their home country and in a coma and then they'll die a few days later and right. then then your leader will say this guy is great yep we did they did a great job of murdering our citizen and uh it's all okay <laughs> nope. how it how is that a thing what how yeah, it's okay. a thing i've seen it at least four or five <laughs> times on facebook over the past months uh it's meant to uh trigger lib, lib- uh, liberals yeah it just makes me laugh <laughs> yeah yeah i don't get the beard but or the fact that he's on Time Magazine. Like, I'm sure it was made originally supposed to be as a fake thing, but... Yeah. Well, he has that whole Time Magazine hanging up in Mar-a-Lago that's fake. So this mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, I say they make a wax statue out of this. Put that in the schools right in the front, and you have to salute it when you walk in. <laughs> well, didn't didn't Time Magazine publish a, a cover with, with him as a king that was satirical? Entirely this, possible. This is, this is a counter to that? I didn't see that either. Oh, I know there's a ton of them where he's like underwater and in storms and shit like that. Hmm. I know. Isn't the most is it Time Magazine? The most recent one where there's a picture of him standing, looking down at an immigrant child who is crying. Yes. Yeah. I like that one better. Anna, just personally. Anyway, I didn't want to get out of time coverage. So I just want to say this sure. is the picture they should use on the bus. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Uh, so next on my list, things that uh, I wanted to follow up on the the tax law. This was something that I had not heard of until today, till I was going through my uh, my news feed. The new Republican tax law actually puts a tax on churches, mm-hmm. specifically yeah, nonprofit, but it is a 21% tax on fringe benefits, which is a very strange list of things. So... It, it, they say that it's a, an effort to get rid of the, the tax code that gives breaks for employee benefits, such as parking, meals, and giving employee, you know, when you have your sales force goes out and they do a sales dinner and they do, they get a tax break on that. Well, apparently that sort of thing is supposed to be taxed now, 21%. Hmm. And it's across the board. So it doesn't matter if your company is for profit or non profit. Twenty-one percent tax on that sort of item. Huh. Well, I'm sure Wait, that I'm, is I'm an oversight that they will fix quickly. 
Right. So according to this article, which is on Politico, it says that the uh, the people are just starting to find out about it. And as they're finding out about it, they're basically saying, we don't have the staff to cover this. Like, we don't have any way of tracking these items. So it's going to cost us even more money to try and, you know, we're going to have to get a lawyer or a tax person in order to figure out what we need to do to cover this. Wait, I, I, I hold up one second. Maybe sure. I'm confused on how taxes work. <laughs> but so say a nonprofit i.e. a church, right, mm-hmm. decides that they're going to have a uh, a meeting and they're going to hold it at a, I don't know, let's say a Red Hen restaurant. <laughs> sure. Right. And they go there and they pay for the meal, right, for say there's six or seven of them. Right. And they pay the normal taxes that we do on the meal, right? They don't get any kind of break. Sales right. tax. Well, right. no, no, yeah. no, not-for-profit companies do not pay sales tax. Correct. If they present Wait. that restaurant... Uh, with creds. Okay, so they take that with receipt their tax, that they have. With their tax-free status, mm-hmm. then the tax is removed. Okay, so they send that into whoever, and then they can get that money back. But they have no. to pay that no, no, no. on the spot. Nope. No. Whoa. So yep. you're telling me they go into the restaurant and say, we're a nonprofit, we don't have to pay tax on this meal? You Correct. have to prove it. You have to provide your tax ID number, but yeah. Bullshit. I do not believe that. That's oh. how that works? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I yeah. have a, a um, higher educational institution issued credit card, which has a tax ID number on it. If I buy something for the organization, I do not pay tax on it. Does it automatically know not to do it or do you have to tell them to like, you, you have, can't you charge have me? To, you have to, to alert them. them. Yeah. And they go, oh, okay. And they push that button and you, you're not taxed. Holy shit. I did not know that. <laughs> really? I, that's, that's fucking insane to me. <laughs> I, I guess, and, and I've worked in a lot of restaurants. I've never had to deal with that before. Hmm. Right again. So uh, okay. So it's so rare when a church host, goes and I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Saying? It's just rare that that people host a uh, an official function on company, you know, on nonprofit dollars out in public. Yes, that's that's, that's more. Okay, something. so it's more sense like when the church goes and buys supplies for the church, like when it when toilet, the local church paper. comes here and says, "This is our church computer. Here's our tax ID number. We're not going to pay taxes for you to fix it." We say, okay, thank you for providing us with that number. We'll include it on our paperwork. Wow. I Wow. I must be like a fucking moron. I just assumed that the money that they got from donations, they didn't have to pay taxes on. I always thought that's all it was. So you're telling me Scientology can go in and buy like high-end computers and not pay taxes on them? Yes. Yep. I'm getting the fuck out of this country. You are fucking <laughs> shitting me. <laughs> That is true. Do all three of you think I'm a moron? No, 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 no. I didn't know. I didn't know before I started working for a university. So yeah, same here. I had no idea. I have uh, no marketable skills, so I've been in retail for a long time. So I've known. So have I, though. I don't know how it's passed. Okay, you know, I'm gonna have to double check this (laughs) out at work because we've we've definitely sold things to churches and stuff like that i gotta find out if they just so if a church like buys like a new plot of land to put a church up they don't have to pay taxes on any of that shit i don't know how real estate works there yeah. may be something different there yeah, i don't you, know you, you, don't, you don't pay sales tax when you buy a house you pay real estate well tax, right you pay uh there's a two percent what do they call it it's a transfer tax sure um that the state of pennsylvania requires but yeah, that's not, i don't this is sales tax we're talking about right. so yeah Right. Well, it's. I mean, it's pretty loose here. It says they don't right. pay taxes. Right. Right. It's very. It's very possible that they will not have to pay tax on purchasing land to expand their church or something of that nature. Yeah. Well, but, I'll ask my boss because he loves to talk real estate. Sure. I am. I am floored. <laughs> I, I really just thought it was 
they did not pay money on donations and money that came in, and therefore they could go buy computers because they had that extra money lying around. But now on top of that extra money, they don't pay taxes on That's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> now, I am good. Back to your original you know, query about this, though. I don't know how the 21% comes into – because is it a 21 – I don't understand how they're going to pay 21% tax on th- money that they're paying fringe for. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Mm. Uh, actually, the article goes into some of the some of the feedback is how exactly are we supposed to do this? How are we supposed to account for twenty one percent of a person not paying for a parking spot that sure. they've never paid for? Right. Like it, it. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion on it. However, <laughs> it's also according to the uh, Congressional Budget Office, this was like. One of the factors that they use to offset the cost of the tax bill, because the tax bill came out and gave a whole bunch of cuts mm-hmm. with no additional taxes. So how are they, you know, how are they paying for it? Which they're not. But this was one of the things where it was actually going to be, you know, accumulating some amount of money. From and churches. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, from everybody. <laughs> this is something that goes to uh, to everybody. And it was projected to raise $40 billion over the next decade. Well, that's nothing. Really. I mean, that is nothing. In the grand scheme Jeez. of things. Yeah. Except nobody knows exactly where they're getting that money from. Right. <laughs> they just they just made it up and huh. tacked it on. These well, geniuses. Well, you know what? I say this is form. the greatest thing ever. <laughs> because these, these morons use this fucking tax law as one of the great things that he did for the country. Mm. And now that it's going to be hitting them in the pocket, maybe they'd be like, oh, man. Yeah. This thing isn't. Now what do I got to say? Locking <laughs> kids up? That's one of the good things that he did? <laughs> um, he said Jimmy Fallon was the dummy last night. Is that a good thing? <laughs> right. So fuck it. Yeah, tax them. Especially yeah. since they don't have to pay taxes on the computers at Ian's store, which I think <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that got a lot more traction than I expected. <laughs> um, Never count on my stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Or you should count on it. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, hey, this one is uh, one of the things that came up on our Facebook feed. Duterte. Oh, my. Apparently, he's gone too far now. <laughs> oh, now what? he's gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do to enrage people? He said that he called God stupid. And apparently, that is just, that is way too far. So, you can kill <laughs> people indiscriminately. You can kill people on your streets. You can say that... You know, no, no judge required executioner, send them straight to their house. But the moment you say that God is stupid and that Adam and Eve's fall from grace in the Bible is illogical and the, that the concept of Christian uh, original sin doesn't follow logic. No, now, now you've gone too far. Apparently, That's people the first are... thing he said that I agree with. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> well, the Philippines are a very Catholic country. So that that was a bit of a misstep. Yeah. But I'm sure nothing, nothing's really going to come of it, because what are you going to do against this guy? Yeah. yeah also, these are Americans who are tweeting that he's gone too far. <laughs> well, at least they, they are in America. Yeah. Mm. A few of them, I think, are either Philippine expats, expats or, mm. you know, visiting or whatever. But so I, don't, I doubt anything's going to come because you can't. I mean, if I were in that country, I would not speak out against this guy. No, that, that would be a dangerous proposition. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely. And exactly why Trump loves him. Yes. <laughs> so, in any case, I thought that was Wait, funny. This actually... So, all we have to do is to get Trump to say something like this, and P- and they might turn on him? Yes. 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think so. They're, how would they? How is this different than anything else? They're so. I'm saying in? like Trump. They catch him on Mike. Like you know, like his new thing now is like he's the elite. He, he's him and his people are the super elite. Mm-hmm. When he used to rail against the elites because apparently Democrats were the elites, but now they're cheering for elites, right. which is insane. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying he comes out one day and he's like, you know, it's fucking stupid Christianity, right? <laughs> And he just goes down. He's like, that whole thing doesn't make any goddamn sense. You don't think they turn on him then? I think he'd have a bunch of people turning on him because we have another another story for the uh, the White House Bible study. So um, I think a lot of people in that group would not appreciate that. I mean, he's taxing them, and now he's saying the religion is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, Pence would definitely have quiet counsel words for him. <laughs> but yeah, but how, how does Pence spin that in an interview? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How are you going to get him to say it, though? That's a that's a long leap because all the people whispering in his ears are are these people, the people that go to the Bible study. Yeah, he'd have to amass way more power to really think he was insulated before he could say something that dumb. Yeah. yeah give it time. <laughs> think of something, yeah. So another thing that came up on the Facebook feed, uh, Walgreens in Arizona, mm-hmm. a uh, woman who was told that her pregnancy was no longer viable. They did not find a heartbeat in the fetus. She was given a couple options, and one was a the DNC procedure, which is a abortion procedure, or she could take a drug to end the failed pregnancy. Um, she said that she was going to take the drug, got a prescription. They sent it to, to Walgreens. She went to Walgreens, and the pharmacist said, uh, yeah. I'm not going to give you that drug because it's against my beliefs. Right. So she called, they, they called in the order. They took it. They had it already, but they won't give it to her. The pharmacist says that uh, he won't give it to her because it goes against what he believes. So now she is, I mean, I can't even imagine mm. what she, the, the situation that she's going through. I can barely imagine. And then to be told by a pharmacist that he's not going to help you because of his religious beliefs. Right. And Walgreens' policy on this is that there's always more than one pharmacist in a store. And if anybody is uncomfortable, they can pass it to the next pharmacist. But instead, that this guy said, you, you need to go to another store and get your prescription filled. So yeah. Walgreens is looking into it, but... He couldn't hand it to another person in the store to right. hand it to her? Right. Right. The farm tech couldn't be like, I'll ring you up. Right. Yeah, they made the drug, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, this guy should be fucking fired. Do your goddamn job. Yeah. This guy is I posting him as the possible asshole of the week in all mm. these stories. I can't <laughs> imagine. I just, what is going through your brain? Do you have no empathy whatsoever? Well, he didn't. You fucking asshole. You have to follow your religion. She doesn't. <laughs> right. Well, I mean. He, right. I, this show's not making me feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that he was not told that of her certain circumstances, and it's none of his goddamn business what her certain circumstances were and yeah very true yeah i mean he probably just thought that she was getting an an abortion medication to have an abortion not knowing her circumstances but just none of his business not his job makes me angry (laughs) did he write that on his application when he went to walgreens like there's certain Mm. drugs i will not fill i can't imagine (sighs) my god (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm going to keep moving That, that made jared angry yes yeah, I think I found a new uh, business opportunity for myself. I'm going to start a pharmacy, <laughs> and I'm just going to put, yeah, we'll make any drug you want. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, hey, this isn't going to make you any happier, but uh, <laughs> here in Pennsylvania, we talked about uh, the court having an 884-page report on the uh, clergy sexual abuse in six different dioceses across the state. A judge has ruled that they are not going to release that report. He has suspended it with no end date. So they are now fighting Rossi, uh Representative Rossi, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He is now fighting to get that overturned. There's a, well, there's a full article on the Daily Beast if you want to read the entire story. It's pretty in-depth. I, You know what it says. You know what is in this report, that there are hundreds of um, priests in Pennsylvania that are have abused children since, you know, back as far as they can count. And it's been covered up by the Catholic Church. And the numbers are shocking. And that's the reason they don't want it to be released. You know what it says. Well, see... The, the problem is the, the ruling where they said that they were not going to release it. The details haven't been, haven't been made public and probably won't. They're not required to be made public. But all six dioceses have said that they did not file to stop the report from coming out. Four of them came out and previously and said, whatever the court finds, we are going to be behind it. So all six have said that we have we are not the ones who are trying to block this. So the question is, who is or are they this lying? judge? Sorry, what this, was that? This judge. Mm. If the Supreme Court has taught me anything, judges are scumbags. Mm -hmm. mm. Judges are scumbag lawyers who became scumbag judges. Well, this mm. is the Pennsylvania. Is it the Pennsylvania Supreme Court or who is it? Yeah, so the Supreme, the Supreme Court are the ones who said that they were going to stay the report. But this is the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. These are the same yes. people that overturned the gerrymandered districts and gave us normal districts. So that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's something uh, – there's obviously uh, – to me, it seems obvious that there's a piece we're missing. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the reason that they said was that in the, uh, the reputation interest of non-indicted named persons would be harmed by the release of the report. But uh, to me, what that sounds like is – we're not saying that the people being indicted, the people who, who would be indicted, the, the clergy who committed these offenses, they're not doing it to protect them. They're not doing it to protect the church. They're doing it to protect the people who, you know, the people of interest who were not indicted. And to me, that sounds like a lot of people who would be doing the cover up. Sure. I mean, and people... I don't care if they if they want protection. <laughs> right. But I, well, I... maybe you can't name people in this certain way who haven't been indicted of shit. Right. I mean, like, what kind of evidence is there? And we're going back to the whole, um, what's his name, the podcast guy from last week. Oh, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick argue, argument. I mean, just because somebody is accused doesn't mean they're guilty. Right. True. So I mean, you, you, it goes both ways. <laughs> but being indicted, that is that is public knowledge. So the, the, the argument that the Supreme Court said was that it was people who were not being indicted whose reputations could be hurt. Right. So... I mean, th this is a, a grand jury finding, so it's these people are that are, are are being accused in this document, but are not being indicted. So th they're being outed publicly as child abusers with no indictment and no recourse to the public outing. So, eh. sure. So what you're saying is, is you take this 884 page document and turn it into a vlog. And then all these people will lose their jobs. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is they should take out the people's names that are being Correct. accused. Correct. The people who they are worried about injuring should be redacted and an edited an edited brief of this filing should be released. Sure. Right. 
I think that is a, that is a reasonable approach because I, I can see the point. They're not indicted, yeah. and you know, the, the, we don't know what the, the it could be overwhelming evidence. In which case, they should be indicted. But I um, mean, are they are they protecting the reputation of people that are now dead? Is that part of it as well? So you're never going to indict them. You're just going to um, I'm going to use air quotes ruin their reputation. But does their reputation need to be ruined? I don't know. Yeah. I'm torn on this one. <laughs> sure, I don't know. I don't know why it couldn't be redacted and yeah. and released. But that that was not. I think that is possibly one of the arguments that Representative Rossi and, and their attorneys are going to be making. He has described this report as the worst grand jury report in American history on sexual abuse cases. It's going to be the same story over and over and over again of sexual abuse, of rape, and of cover-up. So I think that this is would be horrendous for the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And the Church has attempted to sway state government to stop this from coming out. Sure, and but they 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 specifically said that they did not go to the Supreme Court. They did not file with the Supreme Court. Right, and I am am in no way defending the Catholic Church in in no way. But no, nope, no, nope, you are correct. I I fully support your opinion on this. Due process. I believe it. I believe it is a hundred percent accurate. Mm. I think there are you know I think there's ways that you know the information can be released and the people can be protected. Mm. But yeah, there's there's no reason to just throw potentially innocent people, you know, out there and, and clump them in with, you know, child molesters and rapists. Well, I, and I even hesitate for um, unindicted people. I mean, right. if you if you have proof, indict them. Yep. I like my idea better. Put it on a vlog. <laughs> Let the public <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> yeah, and mob rule is kind of scary because the mob is dumb. Mm-hmm. So we will continue to follow that story and see where it goes. If there's any other news, who knows at this point? But like I said, it's still it's still going to be active. I don't think uh, he's letting it go anytime soon. Sure. Oh, let me correct something that I did just say. The Catholic Church. I wanted. Uh, yeah, I, I misspoke. The Catholic. What the Catholic Church came out against uh, and and tried to stop was Representative Rossi was trying to increase the length of time that you could come forward and accuse somebody of sexually abusing you. Right now, the limit is uh, after you're 30 years old. Once you reach the age of 30, you're no longer able to come out and say that somebody abused you when you're a child. He's trying to expand that to the to 50, and the I'm, Catholic Church fought, was fighting him on that. No, I'm, I'm, was, I'm, I'm with him on this one. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I don't even, I mean, <laughs> take take away the limit as far as I care. But yeah, but so I just want to make sure that I got that straight. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, in Alabama. Uh-oh. Supreme Court judge, state Supreme Court in Alabama, says he wants to make it easy for the Supreme Court to ban abortion. So he has some cases that he wants to rule on. That he knows will go to the Supreme Court and will allow them to overturn Roe versus Wade. And he came out and said this publicly. Hmm. Like, not only is there a big conspiracy to do this, but they're not even trying to hide it. He took over. I think he took over as the chief justice. Oh, he's. Yeah, he he just took over as the chief justice in uh, Alabama Supreme Court. And uh, by the way, took over the seat from Roy Moore. Hmm. Well, that was 2012. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he on a, on a radio show, radio show called Wall Builders Live. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, said that, yeah, 
We have written decisions that are contrary to Roe versus Wade. I've written extensively about the judicial overreach in the Obergefell decision, and that uh, he's going to be writing more like that, and he's intending on getting that in front of the uh, federal Supreme Court so that they could overturn Roe versus Wade. I like uh, Patheos. There's not even a whiff of impartiality or neutrality. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite clear. Ian, you were going to say something? No, it's just shocking. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I feel like I was misled. <laughs> Someone started the show angry and claimed he'd feel better by the end, and I feel like we are in. I can't like, even talk anymore. Some of the genuinely I got dizzy and had to stop talking. Yeah, some of the genuinely darkest times are yeah. right now, and I am living in them. Like yeah. it's it's. I'm I'm with Jared. I've never been a uh, firearm enthusiast, but I better start getting competent. <laughs> like this is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy shit, and it's all just. One success after another. Yeah, so it seems. Oh, man, I am going to be a resident of Gilead before I know it. Gilead? I'm gonna, that's a Handmaid's Tale. Uh, oh. Okay. That's happening. <laughs> Look at it from my point of view. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't had the fertility crisis yet. We're still moving our way there. Hmm. All right, so here's a little brief snippet of good news. Hmm. And let me see if I can find where this is. Naples, Florida. There's a huge textbook battle in Naples, Florida. And amazing. So they were trying to vote on some science textbooks. Four people submitted 220 objections on the content of in 18 textbooks, specifically citing things that where evolution and climate change are being talked about and said that there's, you know, there's not even that they're not even saying that there's an argument here because there's not a legitimate argument. So they made a huge fight and they have a they made it so that anybody can come forward and talk to the school board about their textbooks. So you don't even have to have a kid in the school in order to come oh, in and come argue about the textbooks. But so these four people came up and they gave them a half hour to talk about it plus 10 minutes to to go over another topic and uh, they made their full argument and eventually the board ruled that they were going to stick with the textbooks as they were yeah good news yeah yeah so, that was a narrow vote though it looks like three to two mm. yeah yeah <sighs> barely <laughs> <laughs> that's one person retiring away from being uh three two on the other side yeah yeah Wait, wait a look at come on, I'm trying to do a negative or a positive story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I mean, yes, that's great. Well, we just squeaked by on that one. You yeah. know. Yeah. So someone retires and then they're gonna hold up the vote till I don't know, till some Republican guy can put in a person <laughs> he wants. Sounds familiar. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Ian. It's okay. That's I for that I was just thinking about that move McConnell pulled earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, today. I was I just can't believe it. But he got his five four today, so he's he's happy. He got his everything he wants. It's it's funny you say that because that's exactly what I said to Ray and Karen before the show started. Before you showed up, mm-hmm. I said the same thing. I was really getting fumed over Mitch McConnell today because of what he did. Mm. Paying dividends big time. Cheaters. <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to point about these about these textbooks, they said that. Um, they they talked about well, the one thing that he addressed was overpopulation. One of the books mentioned overpopulation, and they said that it was exaggeration. It was unproven concern, and then it's a slippery slope, implying the need to kill humans via abortion, euthanasia. Wow, that's a leap. That yeah, that is quite a leap. <laughs> so that's the type of argument that they had in Florida against these textbooks. So, were there any flat earthers there, or? <laughs> 
It doesn't mention them, but at this <coughs> Until point, takes who on. knows? Uh, meanwhile, hey, this is a good thing. Of course, it's not in our country. But uh, in worldwide news, Canada, the Canadian Supreme Court has ruled that legal groups can deny accreditation to anti-gay law school. So the Trinity mm. Western, who has a, they have, they force people to sign a sexual intimacy statement saying that uh, marriage is reserved for straight couples. Apparently, yeah. when you go to this co- quote unquote college, mm. And and apparently their their law school is actually pretty good. It's it's reasonable. But when you go there, they make you sign a statement saying that uh, you believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. So because of that, the in British Columbia, Nova Scotia, and Ontario, uh, they came out and said that they were not going to recognize people who have law degrees from this college because the college is has a complete anti-gay policy. It would be harmful and discriminatory against LGBTQ students. So since they're they're going to be harmful and and discriminate against their own students, their law degrees are not going to be recognized. The Supreme Court in Canada has said they are able to do that. That those those provinces are able to do that, yes. or that the schools able to do that. They ruled that the the provinces can say that we're not going to recognize your degree because of the discrimination. Yeah. Oh, that is a good that's story. Rough. Yes, <laughs> exactly. uh, that's rough though. <laughs> What's that? Well, I mean, yeah, it's you said it's a very reputable school though, right? So it is, according to, again, this is mentioned in the article that. Apparently, the, there is no argument that what they teach in that the law, you know, what they teach according to the law is wrong. But in the same way, they could teach they could teach discriminatory acts. But then in America, you're not allowed to hold that against the person, because even if you're taught incorrectly, as long as you know the law, you know, no, no matter what your beliefs are, as long as you know the law, mm-hmm. you can be recognized as, as an attorney as long as you pass the tests and everything. You just have to know the law. In Canada, they have the, the Supreme Court basically has said that if you learn this, but it's it's with a hint of discrimination and, you know, anti-rights, mm. that they're going to say that, no, that's not, we're not going to recognize your ability to, to practice the law. So a lot of these students might have just wasted a certain amount of years of their life by going there? Yes. Yes. No. I assume the tra- maybe the credits transfer. If the credits transfer, if 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 they if they give you an option, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, listen. I, if one thing I've learned, law is fluid and can be interpreted in many different ways, other than the way that it was written. I just feel bad for anybody who was like, yeah, it's a good school. I, I don't care, you know, and sign the stupid thing. Although I, I mean, I wouldn't go to that school no matter how good it was if they made me sign that. But somebody might. I mean, it, it's I the- just feel bad for somebody who wasted money and time. I mean, it's the unless they ever become future judges. <laughs> it's Canada's largest privately funded Christian university, so it is a Christian I'll university. Take I'll take it as a good thing. Yes. <laughs> well, they so they do make reference that uh, you know in the U.S., if you graduate from a fundamentalist Christian law school, you're still considered a lawyer as as, as long as you pass the the bar. Um, you don't have to agree with the law in order to understand and see how it has to be applied. In, in Canada, having uh, a school that goes against their laws and then pumps out people who, <laughs> you know, right. with those degrees, it just it doesn't work. Right. Would it comfort you to know that the only people who would be somehow truly like hurt by this would be someone who went there and for whatever reason 
was fully committed to only willing to practice law in three out of the <laughs> nine provinces where where their <laughs> law degree is no longer valid, then then they are out of luck. But they could take that law degree to anywhere else mm. and be genuinely successful. The, I guess that's true. The person right. that it hurts though is the per is the the girl that her parents will only let her go to the Christian church or go right. to the Christian college because they know that she will be safe there, safe. And it's her only way out. And now she's being told when she's got through that she can't practice law in the place that she wants to because of her circumstance. Right. In British Columbia. Yeah. So. That's not a good thing. That's not a great thing, but hopefully she'll just move to Quebec. We'll transfer her or transfer her credits, take a couple classes and be back in again. Well, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but I really relate it to the the Hasidic Jew issue in New York. You've got these kids who are growing up; their parents re- restrict what they can do. They send them to the Jewish schools. They don't learn anything about mathematics or science, and then they try and get a job in the real world, and they can't. Well, it's, but this this university actually does teach them at least how to pass the bar. Sure, it's on a different. It's on the same scale. Is all I'm saying. There are sure. two ends of the same scale. Sure. Yeah, but these Jews can't get jobs because they don't know how to do shit. Right. right. Not because of where they, they well, I, yeah, it is because of where they went, but they're going to do basic math. They don't have yeah. the skills. Period. Right. Right. But I think what? the argument is that these these lawyers might not have the quote unquote skills because they're going to be you know they're going to have preference for people who aren't gay. They're not going to be able to right. hold the wall, law up. That, that's correctly. what I'm wondering. Like, is there hesitation because that's the only group that's being discriminated against? If this school made you sign a document that said, when, when you're out in the field, all women who <laughs> accuse men of rape are liars. Like, <laughs> absolutely, 100% across the board, they're all lying. And they'd be like, great, this is a great school, fully accredited, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, it should be the same thing. No, you you don't get to practice law. You didn't you, you did not learn it correctly. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not your fault. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. We we Liberty University is a legit college degree, right? Yep. Yeah. In America? They're accredited. Yeah. Mm. They're actually they mentioned in I this article. I don't know what that is. It, uh what's his name? Roberts. Oh. Yeah, it's his university. Wait, Supreme Court Roberts or no, 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 Oral no. Roberts? Oral is it Oral Roberts or is it the other televangelist? I don't remember which. No, it's uh, Junior. Um, oh, what the hell? Who's he? Jerry who's Falwell. The guy? Falwell. Yeah, Jerry Falwell Juniors. Well, it was <laughs> Jerry Falwell, but now Junior runs it. Right. Ah, you're not even allowed to interracially date at that college, right? That sounds right. <laughs> Last I heard, yeah. <sighs> yeah, the Falwells are not good people. Man. They're the ones making that movie about how God uh, chose Trump to be president, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> did we ever talk about that? No, we haven't. <laughs> I don't think we did, no. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on to some national news. This is just amazing. So hepatitis, hepatitis A. Uh, <laughs> I think, I'm not positive, but we may have mentioned it last year. Mm-hmm. The numbers were way up last year. Yeah, it turns out they're going to, they're like, oh, so, so last year they were up by like 50%. 2,984 cases in the, in the year. This year, as of June 2nd, we're up to 1,772 cases. So mm. we're well on the way of beating that number and being <laughs> way above the, the number of people with, with HEP A. And no. the reason that is cited in this article, uh, well, there are multiple reasons, but, uh, some of the reasons that the homelessness have, has gone up significantly, which is 
caused, you know, issues with hygiene, issues with sanitation, and also the opioid epidemic. A lot more people are out on the streets or not paying, I mean, are not paying attention to what they put in their bodies. And also, the vaccine for hepatitis A didn't really go in place until 1995. So a lot of people who are uh, hitting the opioid epidemic are too old to have gotten the vaccine. So they're exposing themselves to hep A and, and getting it. Now, I'm, I need to uh, say, I don't know what, what hepatitis, there are different hepatitis, and I don't know what the differences are between them, and I don't know how they are spread. This is an area that I have zero knowledge in. So if anybody does. Yep. I don't know. Hepatitis A is a total mystery. Mm. The um, other two. I've heard of a lot of people who have hep C. Yep. But they take Harvoni and then it goes away. <laughs> yeah. And they can run through fields and listen to soft jazz. <laughs> right. Right. So right. Hep- hepatitis A, uh, it, it's, it causes fatigue, nausea, vomiting, Irregular bowel movements, loss of appetite. It, it kind of hits you like kind of like a flu. The problem is eventually it will cause liver failure if it is not diagnosed correctly. Hmm. So you can that think you have a the flu and you die get from, from it. Chi-Chi's? Sorry? Is that the hepatitis you get from Chi-Chi's? Do you remember when Chi-Chi's was still a restaurant chain and if you ate there you got hepatitis? Yes, yes. I do remember that. I believe it was hep A, yes. Hmm. Okay. So you can get that from eating bad food. Green onions. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, unwashed green if, onions. If the food has been exposed to the virus. Oh yes. Right. Uh, associated and, with contaminated imported food. Okay. Right. Yes. Unfortunately, you can kind of strike off the imported part because uh-huh. the virus is here. Sure. Um so, so bad that in in San Diego so far 589 people, 20 have died in in this last year. Um Michigan has uh 840 cases, 27 deaths. Kentucky, 455 cases, 3 deaths. Most of the central U.S., uh, they're kind of blaming the fact that more people are being homeless, and that is being caused by the opioid epidemic. Also, mixed in with this is the whole vaxxer, the the fact that kids kids aren't getting vaccinated. Sure. Yeah. So the last time I went to the doctor, the doctor's like, so we're recommending everybody get a hepatitis test. I'm like, a what? Yes. So that will be why, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has been a much, much bigger issue this year and doesn't show any signs of being stopped. So hmm. yeah, I would I would recommend taking a look at that and seeing about getting it. <laughs> and if you feel like you have the flu, yeah, get it checked out. Uh, so yeah, supposedly uh, it's 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 really the one thing that I wanted to mention, and I had never heard of this before. San Diego declared a public health crisis due to this. Wow! Th- they really went, they went out and bleached their streets. Now, if you can picture this, they sent trucks and people with spray can canisters in like hazmat outfits and right. literally bleached their streets, all the streets in San Diego. What? Well, I don't get the connect. Okay, so again, how is this? How does bleach, it spread? <laughs> bleach kills the virus. Well, it's spread. Sure. It's spread via via uh, uh, human waste. Ah, okay. So right. there's a ton of homeless people. There's human waste on the streets. San Diego said, "Nope, not anymore. We're going to bleach everything." Well, except tomorrow there will be human waste again. While while that is true, they are taking steps to get the homeless people off the street. You know, reduce. You know, get people tested. They're they're making a serious effort. Like I said, the right. public health crisis. They'll be thing. taking hmm. they'll be taking dumps on bleach soaked streets. So hopefully, the virus will die <laughs> immediately. If they can get people into facilities where they don't have to, 
Right. Because along with that, they were bringing people in, questioning okay. anybody who looked like they were homeless, questioning people who didn't look like they were homeless. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a very interesting thing that I'd never seen before. Uh, there's a link on the Huffington Post that actually shows these people going around bleaching the streets. <laughs> That's uh, never heard of that before. No. Well, it, we're, we're returning to a, kind of a, a meaner time and a and a time when things like that are necessary. That's kind of scary. Hmm. I blame Trump. Sure. I don't know how, Reasonable. but. Well, I I blame stupid anti-vaxxer mo- you know movements, and I blame you know taking away money from programs that help the homeless. All those you know big liberal agenda things that are going <laughs> to cause outbreaks of disease in in this country. Jesus. So I'm going to move on to some national stuff, to some political stuff. Yep. First, I does anybody have anything on this guy, Steve King? He's been in our podcast previously as being a freaking moron he's a piece of shit yeah i could add that to it so yep. he he recently retweeted neo-nazis of course he uh, and I, this was just on cnn i didn't know that uh this was this big of news but because <laughs> steve king retweets neo-nazi i'm like yeah okay sure mm-hmm. but of course he did he he apparently refuses to apologize refuses to take it back does not disavow what he has tweeted and uh will not delete it from twitter so he, there what you did go. he retweet? Uh, it was and something. Who, who of, is he? Uh, Mark Collette. Well, you're asking who is Steve King is? He's a congressman. Yes. Yeah. Oh my. He is a congressman he was the one from was, Iowa. He's the one who talked about the cantaloupe-sized calves of Mexicans. <laughs> he said something about black people. Oh, what the hell? I don't know. He's a, he's a he's a fucking out and out racist as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, out. He not hiding it. <laughs> and what he retweeted was Mark Collette, who I don't know who he is, but we'll probably find out. And the- I'm sure we can find a PragerU video of him somewhere <laughs> as a dark web intellectual. Now, what, what Mark Collette <laughs> tweeted was uh, 65% of Italians under the age of 35 now oppose mass immigration. Europe is waking up. That's what uh, he retweeted. Uh, and King said that Europe is waking up. Will mm-hmm. America in time? So it's just a anti-immigration tweet and in and of itself, not not surprising in any way. He's Republican. I mean, sure, he's trying to support Trump's agenda. Right. But yeah, Mark Collette is a nationalist. He is associated with white nationalism. In Britain, yeah, specifically. Yeah, in Britain. But he, has, as the article on HuffPost says, he has clear Nazi sympathies. <laughs> and when King was uh, informed of this, he basically said, yeah, I'm not... I'm not going to do anything about it. He said yeah. that uh, one of his aides said that I'm going to uh, to follow my aide's advice and just cut you off right there. And he just ended the conversation. So, yeah, I mean, 12 hours ago, Mr. Mark Collette said a German politician celebrates the demographic replacement of white ethnic Germans in their own country. White genocide is real and liberals love it. So he's a charming individual. <laughs> yeah, all of it is disturbing and confusing. Mm hmm. So wait, his claim is young Italians oppose immigration? Yes. So we should too. Yes. Ironically, <laughs> do they not know what percentage of their ancestors immigrated to this country? <laughs> From Italy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Many, yeah. But those were kind of whitish looking people. So <laughs> The Italians... <laughs> it's, all good. One... it's all good in their book. Italians at one point were considered dark skinned. Not anymore. Nope. Every immigrant group that has come to this country at one point was considered inferior. The Irish took a hell of a beating when they came over here. You know what I can't figure out? Are liberals for 
like mass immigration, like letting in tons of immigrants into the country <laughs> and not caring? Or are we for ripping babies away from mothers? Because that's our law too, right? Neither. Which one are we into? Are we into letting them in? Or are we into not letting them in? Neither. We're into letting in a reasonable number of people and allowing for um, refugees. Karen, I don't know what you're talking about. All I hear all day is that liberals do not care about borders and just want to open them up and just want to let people in. But I also hear that liberals enacted this law to rip babies away from parents. <laughs> I yeah. can't figure out what I'm for. <laughs> yeah, I constantly hear that liberals want uh, want all the Mexicans to come in. They want no border because once we get all the Mexicans in, all the Mexicans are obviously going to vote Democrat and that will keep them in office. So... <laughs> That's, Turns that's out, what right, done. because it's so easy for an illegal immigrant to vote, right? Right. <laughs> well, we, we, we want to make them all citizens just by stepping over the border, obviously. That does also fit the narrative. Mm. But no, we they're for immigration as long as it's legal, right? Who? No, they're not. Conservatives. <laughs> they pretend That's to what be, they say. But... So if these people come in legally, then they're allowed to fucking vote, right? No, can we talk about the Muslim ban for a minute? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't keep all this straight. <laughs> do I want Muslims here or do I want to... <laughs> <laughs> Rip them away from their children. You want to preserve America? Oh, wait. Are we, are we trying to be Republicans or Democrats? I'm sorry. Um, I haven't a fucking clue okay. what I am anymore. <laughs> I'm a reasonable person who wants to allow people to emigrate to this country. And I want to provide a safe haven for people that are being persecuted. Does that make me a horrible person? Fine. I'm a horrible person. I'm good with that. I'm, st I'm still trying to figure out how an illegal immigrant votes. <laughs> I had no idea. Hmm. So my point in bringing this up is that and, and we've said it before that at this point, you know, we've been keeping track of all these different things going on. We don't I mean, we don't have to do it like, oh, they're trying to they're trying to slip this through. Not anymore. No, they're just blatantly blatant. doing things. <laughs> well, Steve King has been doing this for years. Yeah, to be honest. Sure. He has not. He, I mean, <laughs> he's not shy. <laughs> Is he up for reelection in November? I don't know. I'd love to find There's out. There's so but many people Iowa. Right? He's probably going to win. So. Yeah. All right, so I mentioned this at the uh, at the top of the show. Ivanka gives fifty thousand dollars for immigration for kids. They're, they're, yeah, okay, I'll I'll cut to the chase. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah she's giving fifty thousand dollars to a ministry targeted at the immigration, the children uh, coming across the border. This is not fifty thousand dollars to really help the kids. It will not get them blankets or food or education. It will get them preachers telling them about Jesus. <laughs> Wait, I thought she was a Jew. Oh, that's a really good point. That's weird. <laughs> I thought she was a feckless cunt. No. Well, that's, that's true either way. According to some. Sorry, Garrett. Yes. <laughs> oh, my ears. <laughs> I, yeah, she's she converted. That's... Immigration ministry. That was a Game of Thrones arranged marriage. <laughs> <laughs> we know where Ivanka's heart is. So it ain't with the Jews. So the Prestonwood Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, was is where apparently this money is going. Jack Graham, the pastor there, said that the uh, the the money was going to help the kids. What the kids really need most is someone to brighten their day. They need someone to give them hope. And they, that person to give them hope is going to be the Jeebus. Okay, now I'm angry again. God damn it. What they need is to get reunited with their parents. <laughs> their parents are their parents are criminals. We can't have them reuniting with their parents. We need the, to unite them with Jesus so that they we can have more Christians. Did you, did you hear about that federal judge losing his shit? 
Mm, no. Uh, you hear about this? There's someone was they were doing some one of these cases with the kids, and he got so fucking mad that he banged the desk and like a pen went flying. And he was like, "Let me get this straight. When you go to jail, right in America, if you hand them your wallet, you get a receipt back. Mm. But if you hand them your kid, you don't give these people any kind of piece of paper to get their kid back. <laughs> Tell them how to." And find everyone them. was like, uh, "We just kind of did it because we were told to." <laughs> <laughs> like they had no plan to get to get these kids back. There's this is yeah. a fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I don't know how far we want. I mean, we really kind of hit on that last week. I know Ian wasn't here, so maybe he has something he wants to say. But, I mean, it's it, <laughs> what they've done with these kids is just, it is horrendous. It is despicable. It is it is completely unbelievable. And then to try and pass it off as a democratic idea or a demo- mm. idea from the, from the Democrats when, the, you know, they realize how awful it is. Well, well that and the fact that my hands are tied. There's nothing I can do. I cannot fix this. Two days later, okay, I fix this. I'm going to step up the plate. Nobody can fix this. I can fix it. I'll fix it with this pen. And then a day later going, oh my God, immigration's out of control. This is, these people are fucking animals, blah, blah, blah. They're invading. They're infesting. Yeah. You know, same shit that Hitler's was saying. <laughs> That's how it starts. Yeah. It is how it starts. It's exactly how it starts. It is making the other people other than you. There was a meme I saw that said, do you want to be compared to Hitler? Because this is how you get compared to Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you pick, first of all, you pick on people who really can't fight back. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then then you blame the other side, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also try to eliminate due process and be like, we don't need judges and courts down there. And then everyone's like, yeah, fuck those immigrants. And then eventually it's going to be like, hey, man, if you're black, you shouldn't have a judge and a lawyer either. Okay. I guess we're down with that. And if you're Jewish, and now if you just break any fucking law, there's no judicial system. Right. Good nope. people. The, the stormtroopers just come and take you away. Yep. Yeah. You you're never seen again. Suckers. You fucking morons. You're being you're being suckered. You don't even know it. Right. Well, well anyway, it's because of the laws about? those Democrats put into place. Yeah. That's true. Mm. What can we do? Those fucking liberals. Well, and the- actually, that that saddens me, but doesn't shock me anymore. The day that he stood up there and Donald Trump. A man who became slightly more famous because he was the star, the the founder of the Obama birther movement, turned to the next podium over and said, "Nope, it was her." And everybody went, "It was her." I was like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> that is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my whole life." And it continues. A hundred percent worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how much video, how much proof you have, Ian. That it was not her. You could have date date stamped and everything like that. Books of tweets Mm. saved. Interviews saved. It's a well-known fact. You're fake news. Right. And (laughs) and the democratic law that they're talking – the the truth is even more insidious in my opinion because the the democratic law that they're talking about, the only thing that it says is you cannot imprison children. That's what the law says. This is – the justification they've got for separating parents from their children because the law says you can't imprison children but we have to imprison the parents obviously so the children have to be separated that's their entire justification and that's the law that they're using how about we just don't imprison them how about we start there don't separate families you goddamn assholes uh they're invading us even though (laughs) immigration has been down steadily going down for the past eight years right and these are people that are asking for asylum, a lot of them. Oh, and he, he had a tweet a couple of days ago about um, they can use the secret word to get in. And that's, I am seeking asylum. That's the yeah. secret word. Asylum. Yep. Yeah. I saw a great meme or picture that said, uh, 
if you're worried about drug lords and rapists coming to America and taking your job, we need to talk about what your job is. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got an alert from the Washington Post. One of the Democrat representatives, uh, a Democratic representative to the House in, I believe this is in New York. Yeah, New York. Joe Crowley just lost to 28-year-old Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So it's the first, uh, <laughs> you know how the Tea Party put up these young, vibrant people to... Yep. Yeah. Well, apparently that's starting to happen because the people who are her, she campaigned on, she campaigned on abolishing ICE, the uh, immigration police, and oh, and making which okay, they should and making Medicare a universal program. The second one I'm on board with abolishing ICE. I don't agree with that. Just because they're doing bad stuff ICE right is now. New. I, we we we've been in this country for years without ICE. Mm. It's relatively new. It was meant for. It was enacted after 9/11. Yeah. And since ICE has repeatedly told people to go fuck off, like I believe Obama had told them to ease up their shit, and they were like, nope, I think we can get along without it. I think that's a, like that's I said, a debatable Immigration issue. Is, is on its way down. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to argue against what you're saying, but apparently she is ready to take that argument and won her campaign with it. So I don't know. Is that a good thing? I, I, can't, I can't tell you because who's she running against? Is she going to swing so far to the left that she's going to lose to one of these fucking assholes, you know, in November? Mm. Uh, that, that's my concern. Sure. But in any case. I mean, let me let me reinstate, too. I don't think they're going to – she would ever be able to abolish ICE. I know it's hard to get rid of these institutions once they're in place, but, you know. Right. right. You want to run that? Fine. What hmm. was the thing – What was the, Even – go ahead. Well, there was a thing um, in, in the news recently that somebody – they wanted to combine the Department of Education and the Department of Labor. You see this? Yeah. That's, that's Yeah, I heard about that. What does it deal with that? Th- th- well, they want to train the workforce. So the education and labor makes sense to combine them. I'm like, mm. oh. <laughs> I mean, this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I-, I find it odd. I'm not sure where you were going with that. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, it, it well, just somebody said something. It scared the shit out of me when you ex- when you explained why <laughs> they were doing it. Yeah, I don't know. It feels connected. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any any specifics on that. That's all. Uh, that's basically all I know about it at this point. So sure. So the next thing that I have. And this article is just, i it's going to be difficult for me to summarize this article. It's worth a read. It's on Think Progress. And it talks about the White House Bible Study Group and how pretty much everything that Trump is doing is coming out of that group. So we've, we've talked about these people before. The, the pastor, Pastor Trollinger, he boasted that the people that he, he speaks to every week in the White House— they are, he says that they are very teachable. Hmm. He was boasting mm. about how he would preach something on like Wednesday or Tuesday or whenever they have their session. And within that week, sessions would go out and use what he had said to enact different changes. Specifically, he made reference to the immigration changes, the changes that the, the zero tolerance change, he, the, the fact that sessions read from Romans. He mm. had just used that in the Bible study that week. So you really should have opened up with this yeah. story and not put it at the <laughs> end. What, Holy what, shit. what we have is now a pastor, a severe far right pastor, being able to control people like the attorney general of the nation and the, the vice president. And while well, the other person they have here is useless, but you know, 
the the housing and urban development <laughs> to secretary. Are you sure? Because uh, he wants to <laughs> wants to leave lead lead paint up and uh, not get rid of asbestos. <laughs> I had not heard that. Oh yeah, don't don't think he's so uh, useless. What, what fundamentally I don't understand is that how can you read the New Testament and come out of that with these ideals? Uh, when you have somebody looking at the words, cherry-picking the words that they want to use, and then wrapping them around a, a way to influence someone, um, you can do just about anything with verses from the Bible. There's all sorts of sure. stuff all over the place. And right, what, he, the, what he preached the, was about obeying the laws. So right. that's exactly what Sessions said when he made these policy changes. I mean, I, I get, you know, cherry-picking the individual things out of the Bible, but, I mean, it is repeated over and over and over again in the Bible about, you know, kindness and love of your neighbor and maybe not tolerance, but it, love of neighbor is one of the primary components of the, the, the New Testament. I don't understand how you can get to the point where your neighbor is your enemy. After Don't you remember that one line yeah. in that one book where it said two dudes together is gross? That's Old Testament. Way yeah. more important. <laughs> but that see, that's the thing. Is this is what boggles my mind about these fucking guys. Mm. Is like, okay, so this Drolanger guy, right? He obviously has no problem with the separating the kids and the parents. Right. Thing. So right. he's perfectly fine with that. He l probably, him and a few other people probably get into a room and go, okay, find me something that will justify this law in the Bible. And then they go through it and they say, oh, look here, right here. You have to obey the laws because the laws are ordained by God, right? That's the one that he used? Yes. Right. Jeff Sessions? Oh, good. Circle that one. Okay, write that down on a piece of paper. Give it to Jeff. Or we're going to tell this to Jeff when he comes in for the Bible study. Right. So this Drolinger guy, he obviously doesn't believe what's in the Bible, right? Well, sure. He's just a piece I of shit. I imagine that he has the distinct belief. Either, so there's a couple of different moral, philosophical ways of approaching the idea of God. And one of them is that whatever God does is good. So your moral relativity can change based on whatever you think God intends. So it doesn't matter whether you're doing good things or bad things. If you're doing them in the name of God and you truly believe that, then morality is good? on your side. Mm. Right. But he's not saying that. They're, they have – they don't – unless they have like a list of shit to cover certain subjects, they have to go and find this stuff. Or go, oh, this pertains to that. Do that. I mean, they're looking for ways to snake their way around it. Right. They're not saying the good shit. They're like, just pick this, you know, the one that justifies what we're doing. So I have to think the guy sitting there, I mean, he's got to look himself in the mirror one day and go, this is a total fucking sham. I don't believe any of this shit. Right. I'm just doing this for personal gain. I'm wondering, yes. I'm wondering how many people they're losing along the way. I mean, how many good, actual good Christian people? And there's plenty of them out there. Yeah, but when they open their mouths, people threaten to burn down their fucking churches. Yeah. Mm. But will they vote their, their actual conscience? Instead of voting what their party tells them. I don't know. No. I think there is a real minuscule number of people who actually really believe this shit and don't use it as a means to an end. I really do. No, I think there's a lot more than you think. I mean, I, I know some You cannot. I, good how do you fucking. How does these, these four people in this picture, these five people, sit there with their eyes fucking closed and honestly believe this shit and then go talk to Donald Trump and be like, this is perfectly fine yeah. right i think there are lots of people i think all the people at the top are not those people agreed 
but they don't their votes are minuscule and compared to the people out in the out, out in the world out in the you know, the middle of a country who are predominantly good people and who might have you know ridden along this way for a while and i'm wondering how many they lost with this whole you know right but i have a friend in cages thing yeah but i have a friend who recently went back to jesus and threatened to kill me two days ago <laughs> because of a, a snopes article <sighs> so does he truly believe or is he just faking his way through it well, you, because you, you've mentioned him before, and he seems like a bit of an extremist. No matter what he does, right. it's always to the extreme. Right. So he's just going to be a little bonkers. <laughs> right. Right. I can't. I can't use him as as the blueprint for most Christians. He he seems mentally unwell. Mm. Well, I don't know. In, in my opinion, and I could be wrong. I feel the majority of people who are not in power are going through the motions. Don't really believe it, and find that it somehow backs up a lot of their horrible beliefs hmm. and that there's probably like a real minuscule amount of people who really like and take it all and be like yeah you're supposed to be good and you're supposed to do good things for people and love your neighbor and stuff like that not the yeah i go to church on you know christmas eve and shit like that and i fucking hate gay people <laughs> and uh you know not too fond of brown peoples and apparently i have to follow the law because god ordained it so it all works out perfectly yeah. for me. <laughs> i have hope that like, there are like jeff sessions you think jeff sessions really believes this shit no no I do not. I mean, the smile on that smug fucker's face. Yeah. I don't know. That was not a smile of joy. That was a smile of I'm extremely uncomfortable and I'm working my way through this. I don't know. I don't think I disagree. I don't think he looked uncomfortable. I think he was very happy with what he was doing at the time. I think he had found or was a he way smiling to justify he's like, Was he smiling because he was like, are you buying this shit that I'm saying? Because <laughs> I really just don't want immigrants here. Right. And I'm using this as an excuse. Right. All right. I don't know. I just don't believe that any of them believe it. Maybe Ben Carson, because hmm. he did have that picture of him and Black Jesus chilling out <laughs> in in, uh, in their sweatsuits. So if you take a look at this article that's on Think Progress, you can see partway down, well, more than halfway down, there is a uh, from the Freedom of Information Act. There is a clip from the members Bible study. They have to produce it. They have to make it public. And there's hmm. a highlighted section. This Drollinger specifically said, in terms of immigration, for a government to be pleasing to God, it has no option but to protect its citizenry from illegal immigration per Romans and First Peter. It must protect its borders. Any governmental response that is less than this violates God's revealed intention for government and invites chaos. He wrote that into his Bible study the week that Sessions put this into place. Now, you give Sessions and Trump an excuse like that and a reason like that, they are going to use it. Yep. That, I believe. Wow. So. Wow. And the Christian Broadcast Network has a White House correspondent? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're lucky CNN still does. All right. So the only other thing that I really had to talk about was um, the, the whole Red Hen and Sarah Huckabee Sanders being asked to leave and mm -hmm. Maxine Waters' response to it. So... I'm sure people are, are aware of what, what happened, but there's a private restaurant. Sanders was in it. The uh, couple of the, the waiters there or waitresses, I don't know, but they, they had a private meeting and they said, look, I am uh, LGBT. I do not appreciate her. I will not be serving her. They took a vote and uh, then the owner went out and asked her to leave and she left. The, the surprising, not really surprising, but the, the astounding part to me is that that was the next day's press briefing. Mm. She had to tell her story 
in the White House to all the, the White House reporters about how she was asked to, to leave a restaurant. Well, it was a mistake, I think, on the Red Hen's part because it gives them ammunition. I whole, I, I, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Sanders is not a protected class, so they can kick her out if they want. They have the right to do that. But I think it was a mistake in that it gave them a our evil, our liberals' evil stance. So I'm assuming that you feel even more strongly about Maxine Waters and what she's been saying? I haven't listened to what she says. I heard a couple things and then tuned out because it made me uncomfortable. (laughs) Nope, I'm very pro what she's saying. Mm. She's basically saying if you see a member of the cabinet, you should stand up to them. You should tell them that uh, they're not welcome. You should uh, organize people, get people riled up and tell them that they are not welcome wherever they go because of what they've done. Yeah. Yes. I agree with her. I do, too. I absolutely disagree with what the redhead did. Really? Hmm. Yes. I mean, listen, I don't think it's smart to do that, one, because of what Karen said, two, because it's, I don't know, it's just bad. Give her shitty service. I don't know. Don't kick her out. But you guys made the bed. Mm. We're just sleeping in it now. So you don't want to make a cake for a gay couple? Then you can get kicked out, you know, for something for having bad morals. I absolutely agree with what happened to Christian Nielsen, where they yelled at her when she was in the Mexican restaurant until she left. Right. <laughs> because that's the public. And the public, you know, they, get they to- said, you're a piece of shit. Right. And we're just going to keep yelling at you. If you leave, if you stay, you stay. If you leave, you leave. The owners didn't kick her out. So Did- that's where I lie on that. And Maxine Waters is right. If you see, they should have just sat there and chanted at her. Till she fucking left from embarrassment. I, I think yeah, the public definitely has a right to express its opinion about these individuals, but I don't think it. I don't think it helps with the the public, you know, the quote public discourse. I don't think it helps in the civility of this country. I think Trump has made this such an uncivil and unpleasant place that I don't want to contribute to that unpleasantness. Listen, the, <laughs> like you're bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they're not playing by the rules. And playing don't by push, the rules will get you back. slapped Just around. Just turn the other cheek. <laughs> Just let them run all over you forever. It's the best thing to do. No, I know. What's <laughs> <sighs> like when the CNN reporter just went to uh, one of his rallies and got yelled right. at for 20 minutes before the rally by an old woman who was mm. telling them that they needed to get out, him in particular, because he was an awful person and reporting <laughs> fake news. And, and he just stood there and listened to her. Like, yeah, but where, I, do, where does it end? How, do, oh, how you does mean, it get And then better? afterwards, she took a picture with him. Yeah, yeah. But, but where does? How bad does it get? And how does it end? And what are we? What are we moving towards if we continue hollering at each other? It ends when we drag their dumb asses into the future, <laughs> and we don't have to worry about this shit. Then we can act civil towards one another. Because <laughs> mm, I, I can be uncivil. I, I'm, it's been known to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> But again, there are certain what? ways to go about it. Like, I again, I, I've said, I disagree with what the owners did. I mean, it's they're well within their rights. They didn't break yeah. any laws. I just didn't think it was a smart move. Mm-hmm. I think they should have uh, – If but if the people stood up in the restaurant, started yelling at her, calling her a fucking liar or whatever, or shame, give her the old shame and the bell, that seems to work. <laughs> it does. And she left, perfectly fine. Did, did I hear that some – Steve Miller? Steve Miller? Yeah, that's his name. Steve Miller went to a, a Mexican restaurant and was treated poorly there. I'm like, <laughs> he went to a Mexican well, restaurant he, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's Steve, right? That's right. Stephen, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Miller. Miller, right? Okay, so well, he, he should be poor, treated poorly everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm not. I feel like I'm not opposed in any way. I just don't understand why you're 
anti-unilateral action by an individual and pro-mob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it just it's it just sets a precedence now or pre, uh, pre- precedence precedence yeah. where I mean again I said they didn't break any laws and um, they're well within their rights to refuse service to anybody they want and they didn't do it based on uh, a generalization they specifically did not like this person and got rid of her that's right. fine it's within their rights I just don't think it's smart because now you're gonna start seeing that towards everybody and I I, I something about the mob again the mob. Is not forcing her out. She can stay and listen to the mob all she wants. Hmm. It's probably going to be annoying and she's probably better off going somewhere else. But she's not being forced to leave. She's just being annoyed to leave. (laughs) And it's not so generalized as saying like the owner was like, I don't like her. You need to leave. It was like the people in the restaurant who were eating there were like, fuck you, bitch. Get out (laughs) of here. (laughs) Right. You know. I I mean, the the problem is, is is the the – it's the, it's the you know blacks at the lunch counter problem. It it looks like discrimination because she's a Republican. It's not. Oh, that's how they're going to take it. Right. They're taking it as look what happens when a Republican comes into a restaurant. Not look what happens when this piece of shit Sarah Sanders goes into a restaurant, which is really what it was. Right. That and that's the problem with the, with the you know the the political view of it is that it looks like discrimination. It's not. But that's what it looks like. The one thing I was going to say is that she went out into the the press and said, they did this because I work for the president of the United States. And that I don't believe is true. If you worked for the president of the United States and stood up at that podium, and when they asked you the hard questions, you just said, I'm not... I'm not going to answer that. I don't have anything to give you on that, whatever. But she propagates the lies. And not only does she propagate the lies, but then she said, you know, I treat people fairly and with respect. And and that's an outright lie because she has called on reporters. And when they've asked their questions, she will respond with like things like, well, I know that you can't understand long sentences, so I'll try Mm -hmm. to keep this short. Like she does not respect people that she works with every day, she, right. and she specifically has disrespected people based on their political or perceived political bias. So screw her if she wants to be she wants to be treated fairly. Her being kicked out of the restaurant was being treated fairly after what she has done. Sure, hmm. I am excited to see that now in a small way that I can only hope will build. That these people's actions are finally having some amount of consequence. Mm. They thought that they could continue this <laughs> this totally over the top, just hate mongering and just be like, we're untouchable. And and now this is this is this is a good place for it to start. This is why I'm I'm very pro Maxine Waters. Mm. Mm. But I here's think- the thing. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is going to go into more restaurants and not get kicked out for the rest of her life. It's just not going to happen. And 99.9% of Republicans went to restaurants that night and didn't get kicked out. Steve King probably went to a restaurant (laughs) that night and didn't get kicked out. So I don't even know why this is such an issue. Also, I think she might have broken a law by tweeting about it. I heard. Yeah, I heard that too. But it's an ethic law, which is like, (laughs) what are we going to do about that? (laughs) Slap you on the back of your hand. Uh, not even that. We're yeah. just going to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Stephen Miller went into a Mexican restaurant and the patrons called him a fascist. <laughs> well, that could have happened 10 years ago. <laughs> this was uh, June 20th, evidently. 
Oh. I know they did it to Milo Yiannopoulos uh, in some restaurant in the city. Well, that's... got him to leave. And of course, he tweeted about it. He was like, oh, I was scared for my life. And <laughs> and that's the thing is like with Maxine Waters, they're they're twisting it and saying she's saying you should like punch him in the face. No. no right? oh. And she's like, no, get in their face and fucking yell. Only the president Shane, requires you I, to man, do that. Man, I'm going to make a, a fucking new business where I sell fucking shame belts. Get them all buy these. Anytime you see anybody, start bringing that shame. <laughs> Track down our congressman. Ugh. All right. Does anybody have anything else? I uh, fucking hate everything. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> I would. I have a little bit of good local news. Okay. So in downtown State College, they have um, embraced the LGBTQ month, Awareness Month. Well, I forget what the acronym is. Pride Month. Pride Month. Thank you. Pride Month. And they have changed. It's, 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 it's kind of weird, but they changed one of the crosswalks to a rainbow crosswalk. I'm like, well, that's nice. <laughs> So it, it's an odd thing, but I still have faith in local goodness and in people's ability and capacity to be good. And at least spend a couple of days in Milford. Yeah, yeah. Well, come come live here. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> there are good people here, at least. That makes me happy. Not that tomorrow it will be all blacked out by somebody, but for today it's good. It seems unlikely. <laughs> I think it's probably safe in State College. So, all right. Uh, with that, I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media. Thank you to those who have. Also, you could leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, where it's hosted, or uh, Google Play. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can do so on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet at profanearg. Also, uh, check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, of which we are a member. You can find them at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Anything you're looking for for your podcasting needs. I want to uh, thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm pissed off. I mean, I'm Jared. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, pushing I was in.